science friends, and welcome to my channel. Today I get to visit with Rafaela Lua. Rafaela is an internationally renowned instructor in choreography in both tribal fusion and American cabaret belly dance. She fuses hip-hop, Brazilian dance, mini Latin ballroom dances, modern dance, and other dance form inspirations to create her own very unique and fiery style. She recently went to Brazil for a whole four years for dance studies and is now based out of Houston, Texas. On top of being a world-renowned and highly sought-after instructor, Rafaela is also a certified Hatha Yoga instructor and is continuing her health studies in physical therapy. Today we get to chat about Rafaela's dance journey. She mentioned some of her biggest dance inspirations. She tells us a little bit about her travels and experiences in Brazil and we also chat about what it's like to be a new mom as a professional dancer. So without further ado, here's Rafaela. Hello Rafaela. Hello. I am Good. very excited to chat with you today about your belly dance background. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Oh, of course, man, of course. Well, I got into belly dance back in 2004, I believe. I didn't start off in belly dance with my dance career. I actually started off as a little prima ballerina. <laughs> And then I went into the international style of Latin ballroom dance. And my mother is actually, she was a professional ballroom dancer in the Latin division. And so she was actually my instructor. Then living of course in Chicago, being around the, um, the city, how could you not fall into hip hop, right? And go to all of the battles and fall into that. So then of course, so they've got the ballet. Then you've got the international Latin style dancing. And then you've got the hip hop and the breaking and the locking and all of that. So that's where I morphed into. And then finally, uh, when I went to uh, Purdue University for college, I came across belly dancing and I just fell in love with it. And you'll never guess how I came across it. It's not a glamorous story like you hear like, oh, I was at you know, this festival and this amazing dancer came out and blah, 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 blah. No, I was poor and hungry and I had no money and I saw a flyer that said, free pizza, belly dance, call out. <laughs> But hey, I walked in and as I was stuffing my face with pizza, I almost spit it out because I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? Like, I, I need to know more of this. My first belly dance instructor, my belly dance mama, her name is Amira Sharif and she's actually a physics professor. So her way of style of teaching, that was ingrained in me. That's how I teach. And she is also a musician who plays with um, El Troubadour. There are a lot of the different dance festivals too. So they were they were like, you know, mama, papa, all integrated into one. So I just, I struck out. I won the lottery on that one. So I first picked up American Cabaret style and then American tribal style and then fusion. <laughs> so you found it and then you just like fiercely grasped onto it and didn't oh, go. It Horrid love affair. I mean, that's why I call it my other spouse. It really was. Uh, so, like, like, right now, there's my husband and there's dance. There's, I mean, there's and the babies on top. It's, you know, all I can think about, you know, eat, breathe, and sleep dance just on videos 24 7. And then when I came across, I see, because you always remember that first fusion video where you're just like your jaw drops and your eyes melt out of your head, right? For me, it was, I think it was from the Monte Carlo DVD of Sharon Kahara when she was dancing to the Amon Tobin song. And I'm just like, Ugh, when she has that just stare on her face where you don't know if she's going to devour you or you know, eat you alive or like 
try to seduce you. And I fell in love, just goosebumps all around. That was it, it was over for me. So even when I graduated college and I was working in the corporate world, um, doing all that, I was still doing dance full time too. So I would wake up in the morning, do my stretches and all of that, and then I would go to my corporate job. But during lunch, I would head over to the gym and I would work on the choreographies, um, and then after, I would go teach courses, teach classes, and then perform at night. So it was basically two full-time jobs, but I loved it and I couldn't get enough of it. So even though I stood on Mars, I, you know, I couldn't stop. Yeah, that's how I got into belly dance. Um, I was porn hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it's therapy. It's beautiful. Oh my God, I feel the same way. <laughs> so we already heard about some of your dance inspirations. Are there any other influencers in your life or throughout your dance journey that you could just name off the top of your head? Completely. So in regards to the urban fusion side, I definitely contemporary hip hop for me. So um, Keone Madrid, I love Keone Madrid and Mari as well. And there is Paris Goble. Oh, Love her. Philip Sheeb's another one, just amazing. Oh, duh, of course. The Godfather himself, Pop and John. I met him in person, actually. He's just the best. Yeah, if you ever, if anyone comes across and they want to work on their, their popping more, look up Pop and John. Like, he's amazing. He's been well known for a long time. He's just like, up here, like everyone just looks up to him. For Latin Ballroom, oh my goodness, of course there's Tony Meredith and Melanie LaPatton, and then Yulia Zagarushenko, I think is her last name. Her fusion, it's always been for me. Sharon Kahara, of course, just boom, boom, boom. Um, Donna Mejia, yes. Uh, Amy Sigil, just holy crap, those two aside from anything else. Donna and Amy, they pull like shit out of me that I didn't even know was there. Like they just, they're able to crack me open like a walnut. My body and brain combine and the stuff that they managed to pull out of me is just incredible. They unleash my creativity like none other. And um, finally, for Fusion, Piney Orchidei. She's really cool, she's amazing. And I think she was actually a former B-girl. So, yeah. <laughs> And then um, I'd say for the traditional genres of belly dance, so there's a Brazilian dance, a few Brazilian dancers, actually uh, three off the top of my head, Dara Hamad, Natalia Piazzi. She travels, I think, a lot to the US. Jonathan Lana, just, I can't with him. He's amazing. And then a non-Brazilian, Daria Muscovich. Um, in regards to American tribal style, Rebeca Pinheiro in Sao Paulo in Brazil, Aline Oliveira, out of Rio de Janeiro, or Rio de Janeiro. And of course, our very young Clara Ortiz. I love Clara. The first time I saw her perform, I went up to her and was like, I have such a crush on you. <laughs> like her stage presence was just like, Queen Clara. And you were just in Brazil for a whole four years, right? Could you tell us a little bit about your dance experience there? It completely transformed me. When I arrived, um, I actually found the studio Asmahan, who was run by Jaji Sharif. And I met some incredible dancers there, Dara Ahmad, um, Hada, of course, Jaji, Amira, Eline Oveira, of course. There are just so many, so many incredible dancers at that studio. And the dancers in Brazil, they taught me to not just focus on crazy technical aspects. Like the dancers there, they dance with such heart. It's just all heart. They could be doing just the most simple movement, the simplest of movements, and you'll get goosebumps. It's just like they just pull their heart out of their chest on stage and you're just like, I can't. 
I can't like when they do a shimmy, it like throws you against the back of the wall. You're just like the incredible way that they dance there. They really, they teach you how to put your whole heart into it and it becomes more of an art project rather than a choreography. And so it just completely changed the way that I danced. And it's not just the dance either, it's, it's, it's the way that they appreciate life. Everything is, is how to appreciate something better and how, how to actually live. Like I thought I knew how to live before, I moved there and I really found out how to live. And there's something about the beaches in Rio de Janeiro. So I've been, I've been all over. And there's something about the water there. It just re refreshes your spirit, renews your spirit. It's so healing. That was my office. I would go there to write my choreography. So I was spoiled. <laughs> and what's amazing is in the summertime, during the sunsets, everyone on the beach, once the sun starts to come down, they start to applaud. I'm getting goosebumps, I miss it. <laughs> oh my God, I wanna go. That sounds life-changing, but you also mentioned that you have a whole family now. You're married, you have a little one. Will you tell us a little bit about your your little one and how you balance your dance life with your family life? Oh, my little Francesco, my Francesquino. I love him so much. I just call him Frankie, my little baby Frankie. And he was actually my little stowaway from Brazil. So the day that I left Brazil, sad face, I found out I was pregnant. So he's a little carioca baby. <laughs> and he's actually so Brazilian in so many ways. Just the way that he approaches everything and the way he approaches life. And he loves to dance. I can't tell you how much he loves to dance. Yeah, I think he was maybe six months old when he hopped on top of a drum and just started playing the tabla. I'm like, are you kidding me? And he still, every time, he just hops on that drum, he loves it, and he dances constantly. So even in uh, his like Mother's Day Out programs and all of that jazz, he's pretty shy, like introvert, like I used to be. And uh, yeah, but get me on the dance floor talking about dance and I'm talking here. But uh, whenever uh, it's movement time, he just comes to life. My little dance partner at the first migrations back in 2017, Rose Movement Studio was on right before me. I loved watching it in the wings. But when you are, I think like about eight months pregnant, and I thought it was one performance and it was the, the whole company. And I was like, oh, I had to pee so bad. As soon as I was done performing on stage, they had to cut me out of my, and I just, I had to pee. And you just heard me backstage going, Oh, that's the behind the scenes story from that performance, but he's such a cool little dude. And sometimes that mix, remix will still come up on my iPhone, on the car, when we're in the car, and he'll be like, oh, I know this. Like he remembers the song, which is amazing. Wow. And that's another incredible thing about um, the journey of pregnancy within belly dance is at that stage, I had a hard time walking. So when I was pregnant, I actually had a pelvic girdle displacement disorder because um, I was tiny thing and he was a big thing <laughs> and so he kind of displaced my hips slightly so it was interesting because towards the end of the pregnancy it came to a point where if I even had to go to the store for anything I'd have to park next to the shopping carts so I could use it as a walker but get this when I would get back home I could belly dance. So I would do omis until the sun came down. Yeah, and it felt amazing. And another sidebar for any uh, belly dancers who are gonna be soon to be mommies, the omis get you through a lot of the contractions. So for this first seven hours of my contractions, which by the way, were back to back, two minutes apart, <laughs> natural, and I went into active labor at zero centimeters. So 
not fun. But Naomi's help for the first seven hours, oh my goodness. So I really learned even more about the therapeutical aspects of belly dance when having a child. So that's a new aspect of life that I'm taking on in regards to my dance journey. As before, it was, it was mostly just choreographies and projects and more dance projects. Now, after going through the pains that I went through when I had him, I love my son to pieces, but I, ha I had a toxic pregnancy and I also, so I gained about 70 pounds during my pregnancy and it was because of my reaction to hormones. So I, I don't even take birth control because when I do, my whole body goes crazy. So imagine the hormonal fluctuation when you introduce pregnancy into a body like that. The physical recovery was tough. Even after 24 hours of natural labor, we ended up having to have a C-section. That's another journey in itself. But I experienced about a year of severe postpartum depression too. And it, and it came with insomnia. Now, I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. And through the lessons that I had to go through and recovering from that postpartum depression, which I never thought I would even dance again. Like I packed up all my costumes into a container and I'm like, nice knowing ya. In the piece that I did at Gulf Coast Rocks last year, that was about my recovery from postpartum depression. I am on a journey now to be the person that I was in search of when I was going through that time. So it, it took a lot of finding the right therapies, not just in a mental capacity, but physical as well. And that's when I came across Hatha Yoga and Pralaya Yoga. So because I had the elastin in my system, which all women who are pregnant and just gave birth, it stays in their system for a long period of time. So when you're trying to recover from your postpartum condition, um, a lot of time you'll have frequent tendonitis, which I did. Or when you try to run, say you know you were an avid runner, your pelvis is going to start to hurt. Everything hurts, and so you get this this frustration because you want to recover and you really want to get back to a certain state where you were. So your mental goals are here, but your body is down here, and you just really have to give yourself grace and you have to figure out a way in order to be able to do that. And luckily, I found the way to do that. I wasn't really that big on yoga before. I can't, you know, put my foot behind my head. I can't do any of that stuff. I looked at it more as Simon says than, than anything else. And the flow classes. I'm not a big fan of the, you know, flow classes of, you know, do this, do that. Until I found, then I found Hatha Yoga, which is more alignment based. So you stay in the pose for a long period of time. And it's more about the sensuality of the pose and the almost like when you're wringing out a towel, like twisting it, you're using all of those muscles and it's oxygenating the blood. You actually create new neural pathways in yoga as well. That type of yoga, as well as Pralaya Yoga, my main instructor for that, her name's Allison Bond, she's amazing. She actually got into Pralaya Yoga because it deals more with the joints and um, she was able to avoid hip surgery because of it, which as a dancer, hello, ding, ding, ding. I recently received my certification as a Hatha Yoga instructor. I am going to be starting school again. So I'm going to, decided to go back to school to get a degree in physical therapy, specializing in the muscles of the pelvic floor. So I'm gonna integrate those. When I was helping a friend of mine with a, a private lesson that she had, integrating a lot of the therapeutic movements that I was doing from my background in belly dance with her yoga, and she gave me the feedback up from the student. She was like, oh my gosh, you know, she loved this, and this was amazing, blah, blah, blah. Because some of the exercises and some of what you think would be good for a woman in a certain stage of pregnancy is actually counterintuitive. So it's you would learn from experience what works and what doesn't 
doesn't work. So after helping her with that, it's just another light bulb went off in my head. So now it's like, okay, time to educate myself even further and integrate the therapeutic aspects of belly dance with PT and the muscles of the pelvic floor, the abdominal walls, the whole nine yards. And I'm just like, like this is my this is my second calling and to integrate the two worlds and bring it back to you guys for some killer workshops once the plague is over. Yeah, it's, it's basically just becoming the person that I was desperately searching for. Because honestly, pregnancy and having a kid, like it's, it's a second puberty and it's a whole bunch of shit that no one prepares you for. But you become so much more aware of your body and you you gain this additional portion of your, your senses that you didn't have before. If you go through some of my dance videos, you'll notice that there is a certain elongality, a certain quality that my dance has gained after I had my son, a certain Lungato equality. I use musical terms, so <laughs> a lot of time when I'm describing movements, I'll be like, this is more staccato or this is more Lungato. So very much more liquid quality in regards to my dance, so more smooth versus when it was just pa, pa, brr, You know, before very, very harsh, now it's, I have more smoothness to it and a more motherly quality in my dance now than I previously had. So it's not that it's different, it's that it has an added quality. Thank you so much for visiting today, Raphael. It was so great to get to chat with you. Thanks, you too. <laughs> That's it, guys. I'll be linking all of Rafaela's information below so you can keep up with her dance ventures and any opportunities that may arise to learn from her or see her perform. Check out Rafaela's YouTube channel for some of her amazing performances and collaborations. Today's Patreon shout out goes to Allison Gregory. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you.